how are you all doing good morning again and welcome to another amazing time where we come together to just hear the word of the lord and also make our daily confession um one of the things that god said to me this very particular month concerning this very particular work we are doing is the fact that people will begin to find themselves in some certain corridors of influence that they never knew they had the opportunity of walking into why because they've been able to pray themselves into this very particular reality and also you've been able to meditate in the things of god that guarantees your manifestation and so based on that these 5 a.m prayers will continue until the end of this very particular month and if god says otherwise why not we will continue we are faithful steward we are faithful servant that's who we are with god first before any other thing Okay, before we start our service this morning, let's just pray quickly. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you. We appreciate you for your goodness and your mercies that are new every morning. We thank you, Father, because you've made a day like this where we come and fellowship together. Lord, you know that 3rd of March 2022 will be available and you've made your sons and your daughters to be listening at a time like this. Father, we say thank you. Lord, we do not take this moment for granted. We appreciate you for who you are. We bless your name because you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Father, this morning we are about to go, O oh Lord, into a meditative confession. As we make our day, as we embargo, as we change things, O oh Lord, this morning. Lord, let your power be seen upon our lives in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray this morning that your people will hear your word. Father, every forces that may want to hinder them from hearing you, Lord, I come against it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because I know that this is done. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And God's people say, Amen. All right, family, you know the drill on how we do it in the mornings. Um, in the mornings are not a shouting morning. Um, it's not that I shout, I think I need to put that, uh, but in the morning it's a wet time because some of us are just waking up and uh, you don't want to be hearing Pastor Darlington scream on your ears. And so, um, what we'll do as a ritual, we'll read the scriptures, uh, meditate on those scriptures, I'll bring out the scriptures that we're going to look into, and after then also then we then begin to make our confession. And after our confession, then the service is over. So based on that this morning, and the title of the confession we are going to be dealing with is as a result of yesterday's prayer, um, which is a prayer for power, a prayer for power for us to manifest, because we get to see that for some manifestation to happen in the life of a believer, there must be the power dimension that guarantees that manifestation. The truth of it is the fact that if not because of the power of God upon the life of his son, Jesus jesus would have been beaten by the system of this world he would have been beaten but the power of god that was upon his life gave him the grace for him to ever consistently manifest in the things that he was called to do we read in the scripture about two days ago where we said that jesus was made manifest to deal with the sins of this world and so because of that, you and I also has been made manifest for us to deal with whatever circumstances that we find ourselves. For instance, this morning is a morning where we need to come together for us to bombard our mind with the manifestations that is already on our inside. And so based on that yesterday, the scripture in which we looked into, we looked at a couple of scriptures. I'm going to repeat the scripture this moment and just to make sure that, yes, we have this thing working in our understanding. The Bible says in the book of Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1, verse 8. Acts of the Apostles, 1, verse 8. It says, but ye shall receive power, which means when Jesus was living this very particular earth, he understood that for us to be able to manifest in the things that we need to do, either in our business, either in our career, either in whatever that we need to do, even in your marriage, as, 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 as for lack of it, I, do, I don't want to use the word as simple because I've seen marriage now crash and, and you see people who just enter into marriage on Monday and on Tuesday, they're already on the court on Wednesday, they're gone. You're wondering, okay, what's going on? So which means there is a power dimension that also sustains in marriage there are some of you you are in your workplace currently now you are in your business place but all of a sudden things are not going in accordance to the way you want it which means that 
there's a power dimension that guarantees that reality. And that's the beauty of this very particular thing we do. That there is always that power dimension that we need to be able to accept that it is not all by my power, it is not all by my strength. Because when we have this understanding, it then begins to help us. That not everything we do by our power, not everything we do by our own strength, there is a power of God that is available up there to help us this season. He says, but ye shall receive power. Now guess what? He says, when the Holy Ghost is come upon you, which means the power dimensions can only be guaranteed by the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. So just because of your first experience of salvation on the day one really is an entry level in you assessing the power dimension, which is the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost on the inside of you. He says, after you have the Holy Ghost, he says, you shall now be my witness. What is my witness? The ability for you to represent Christ. Ability for you to go and represent Christ in Jerusalem, represent Christ in Judea, represent Christ in Samaria, and on to the ends of the earth. Let's bring that scripture and break it down to our context. For those of you who are working, he says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit is upon you. He says that you will be my witness. You will be my witness into that mining sector. You will be my witness into that hospitality. You will be my witness into that aviation business. You will be my witness in wherever you find yourself and down to the uttermost part of the earth. That's what this very particular scripture is saying. Now, based on that also, we also look at the scripture of 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 20. We were looking at it that this kingdom of God is a kingdom of power. So which means there's a power dimension. Paul the Apostle was saying there in 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 20. He said, for the kingdom of God is not of words alone. We don't operate with words alone. We don't just come and tell you English. And all of a sudden, you go out in the marketplace and the marketplace beats you in their game. You don't go out in the marketplace and you don't then know what to do. Yes, you see, where the power of God is very, 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 very strong is the fact that, and, and see, this is me. Every day, you must be able to display the power of God. Every day. An average believer who, who, who wants to work this very particular race in their business, in your career, you must be able to work yourself into that side. Because why? You will get to a negotiation or you get to the office and there is just that idiot that doesn't like you. Now, imagine that you and that very particular idiot, you guys don't like each other because that's the only name I use. You people know your pastor is not. Sometimes I, I try to wash myself with the blood of Jesus when I talk. But you have this person whereby the both of you, 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 you call yourself a Christian. This person, for lack of a better word, non-Christian. But you guys have the same certificate. You guys finish from, 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 I'm trying to think of a university in South Africa. You guys finish from Rhodes University. You guys come out with first class. Now, guess what? If this person understands their game properly, which is this unbeliever, and knows how to manipulate the system of this world's power, the person can be beating you in the game, and yet you are wondering. You are getting angry, but I'm born again. But you've not engaged the power dimension that makes this very particular person, for lack of a better word, you overthrow. You remember the scripture we read yesterday concerning Jeremiah, where God said to Jeremiah, he says, I have empowered you for you to pull down. I've empowered you for you to build up. I've empowered you for you to destroy. So which means when you go to your office, you get to your marketplace, and you find some certain things you are doing that they are not working the way you want them to work, then you can then employ the power dimension immediately. As much as, yes, you are going to call your pastor, very good. But you need to get to that point whereby you, before you call your pastor, you've dealt with the circumstances and you say, Pastor, please stand with me on this very particular thing. Because why? You now understand. There are some of you whereby you will get to the marketplace or probably you get to the boardroom. All of a sudden, the game begins to change. And you are wondering, but this is not what we agree. Or you get to that very particular, what you call, negotiation and the thing is not going your way. Your ability for you to switch to the power dimension. And says, no, I veto this thing to work for my good. I call the power of God because why? It is part of the mercies of God. You remember yesterday when we were reading the scripture in the book of Psalm chapter 136 from verse 1 to verse 26. You can take your time for you to go back again and meditate on that scripture because that's where I will be bringing our confession for this morning. Go back again, meditate on that scripture because you begin to see a different dimensions of the mercies of God. Because most times we think that the mercies of God is just God forgiving me of the sins that are committed that I need that, that deserve punishment. Because that's where we keep the mercy of God. And that's why sometimes we go out into the marketplace, we can't pull that mercy we go out into our business we can't pull that mercy the mercy of god also vetoes 
The mercy of God also brings judgment. The mercy of God stretches power for him to dislodge the captives of the devil. The mercy of God breaks yoke upon your life. The mercy of God can also go and begin to avenge for you. The mercy of God go into a rogue battle for you. That's what the mercy of God is. So the first phase in which we, the church, we've preached for you is the fact that we've said to you that the mercy of God is judgment you deserve that has been averted. That's just the entry level. Oh, my dear, please, I beg you, after we finish this, open your Bible. At least as we are driving to office, if your Bible, if you have those audio Bibles, put it in your car, just listen to that very particular Psalm 136 and see, play it as a repeat so that by the time you enter your office and somebody is trying to talk to you anyhow, you can then pull mercy of God, speak for me on this matter and watch God turn down from heaven. Because why? Daniel make us to understand. Daniel chapter 4 verse 17 he says, for the God, he says, God, the most high God, he ruleth in the kingdom of men. And that's what this morning we are going to be meditating on and we're going to be making our confession. It also says in the book of Luke chapter 10 verse 19. Luke chapter 10 verse 19. He says, behold, he says, I have given unto you power. Do you notice what by Jesus was saying here? Now, this is Jesus was saying to us. I have given unto you power. My dear, you are going to the office this morning. You have power to control what is about to happen. I don't care how that thing may look like. As a born again child of God, you have power. You see, one of the things that I've discovered, and that's the reason why Paul the Apostle, I like that very particular man so much, regardless of what anybody will say, that's their own opinion. It's okay, we all have our own encounters. Now, Paul the Apostle was one man whereby he understand that there are a lot of things that has been given freely to us by Christ because of his substitutional sacrifice for us. There is a lot of freebies he has given us, like we call it in South Africa, freebies. There's a lot of mahala that is in, 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 the, in what's called in your relationship with God. But the problem most times is because the eyes of our understanding is not enlightened. And so Paul was saying that I have prayed for you that your eyes be enlightened. That if your eyes be enlightened, you will understand that there is a power that is in your hand because the Bible says in Luke 10, 19, it says I've given you power. Power for you to trade upon serpent and scorpion. Yesterday we were praying in terms of, and I gave you guys a prophetic word whereby you stand, walk around your house and begin to trade upon things you don't like. If you don't like the thing that you are currently seeing in your life, begin to tread upon it. There are some of you this morning, you can even carry that, that, that oomph. Go to your office, tread upon lack of profit as you are entering your door. In fact, some of you go to your office early and begin to match that very particular place. I tread upon unprofitability here. I tread upon lack. I tread upon lack of clients. I tread upon all this. Why? Because this is how we pull this power into the dimensions where we currently are here on earth. Because while you understand that you have the power. He now says also in the book of Mark chapter 16, verse 17 and 18. Mark 16, 17 and 18. Now, this, I like the scripture so much. And, and, and after then, I'm going to give you about a few points on how to grow in the power dimensions of God. Because the power dimensions, a version of it has been given to you. A version of the power dimension is already operating in your life. But now, how to grow into it after then, then we will now get straight into our confession as usual. Then after then, I'll be out of your face. Now, the Bible says here in the book of Mark chapter 16, verse 17 and 18. Mark 16, 17, 18. Mark chapter 16, verse 17 and 18. It says, It says, And this sign shall follow them that believe. So which means there is a power dimension that compares signs to follow you. There is a power dimension that can enter into your belief system that will now begin to make signs. You see, this is the thing I want to say. As us as believers... We don't pursue after signs and wonders. No, we don't. That's why for me, when I see people, just because you hear that this major 42 is coming and you want to go to that very particular place, go meet that major because you've, you've been told that that major 42, he, he performs signs and wonders, and so you want to go pursue. The Bible says, according to the scripture here, Matthew, I mean, Mark 16, 17, 18, it says, and these signs shall follow you. They follow you, don't follow them. The signs shall follow you. It says, in my name, you shall cast out devils. Devils you don't want in your marketplace. Devils you don't want in your career. Devils you don't want in your marriage. You see, you shall cast out devils. 
It says they shall speak with new tongues. Now that new tongues, these are tongues of fire. When you begin to go to your marketplace this morning or whatever you are doing, for some of you if you are going, for some of you if you are not going, you just wake up and as you are cooking that very particular food, now maybe this is for somebody this morning, as you are cooking that food for your husband and you know your husband is cheating on you and you don't know what to do, there is a power dimension that is in your tongue that as you are cooking the food, you are lambing on that food. Brakosh mala epatos predesh. Lika prados. And you are turning that pap. As you are turning that pap, you are turning it with the power of the tongue of God upon your life. As you are turning it, after you finish, serve your husband in a respectable manner and watch that guy try to go meet the McQuaves. He won't be able to go. Why? You have turned that thing with the power dimensions of God. The same thing also applies for you who is a single lady. <laughs> I don't know why I need to go there. But I think because sometimes I'm just tired. I have a lot of people who are telling me, Pastor, how far? What happens? Your brothers are not coming again to South Africa. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But this is the thing there. You meet this very particular young man and you meet this young woman. See, see, these are power dimensions that it's available for us. You are buying that girl the chocolate. Maybe you like the lady and you don't know how to tell the lady that I love you. Because of the power dimension that you understand, you buy the flower, buy the chocolate. You go meet the lady, you just say, see, I just want to give you this. But before you go there, between buying the flower and delivering the flower to the lady, you put yourself in the car for like five minutes. You speak to that flower. You know how lady do. By the time they give them flower, they first of all smell it. I don't understand. Well, that's their word. I don't know why they do that. Because my mind, I'm like, it's just flower. It's grass. But, well, women, that's their word. As she carries the flower and she is smelling it, she had no clue that you've cooked it in the spirit. And the moment she smells it, something just jumps out of the flower. She begins to look like you. She begins to look you like Idris Alba. And that's how this thing works. For example, somebody this morning, as you are going to your office, because we're going to make our meditations, I mean our confessions after we're done, you're going to your office this morning, and you know you desire that promotion. You know you desire that increase in salary. You know you desire that contract to be signed. And you have opportunity of meeting this person. See, the Bible says the gift of a man will make room for him. When he's talking about the gift, it's literally the real gift, like gift. You go to market, buy something. You hold it. Now, when you hold that very particular gift, if the scripture can recognize that gift can make room, and now you are now you now know, and I want this guy to sign this thing. See, come, it's not bribe. Relax. There's a difference between bribe and payway system. I've given you that, guys. I've taught you guys so many times. I'm not going to go there this morning. There's a difference between bribery and payway system. If you want to know my that very particular philosophy in my head, you can inbox me. We'll talk more about it. See, believers, we don't bribe. There is a payway system we do which is a gift that goes. It's the same thing God did himself. God sent his only begotten son as a gift. By the time we received that gift, it captured every one of us. We are still there till tomorrow. So I don't know what people are complaining about this issue of gift. Like, no, you are bribing. Calm down. There's a between bribe. Your thinking around what you want to do determine if it's bribe or payway system. Now, guess what? You are going to meet that boss. You go there, find nice pen. Go to typo. Typo, you pay me for advertising you people now. You go to typo, buy nice pen, buy nice diary. You look at that thing as you are going to the office, you speak to it. That's the power dimension. I command you pen. You begin to put, enforce your reality. Like we say it in Platform Shop. Enforce your rested life reality on that gift that you are buying. After then, drop it in the hand of the person. And watch God make the man have sleepless nights. Watch God. That's the power dimension. That's the mercy side of God for you as the believer. The mercy side of God. The mercy side of God. Somebody say this after me. I have the mercy side of God that is waiting for me to engage. Oh, say it with boldness. I have the mercy side of God that is waiting for me to engage. And that's the truth of it. The mercy side of God. And finally, scripture, I'm going to say now because I'm pressed for time and I want us to finish before you guys bounce to your office and do what God has called it for you to go and do. Matthew chapter 28, verse 18 to 20. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. You can write it down. You don't need to post it. My dear beloved Angela, I appreciate you. Don't post anything. It's okay. Just, just, let's just meditate tonight. I mean this morning. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. It says here, And Jesus spake unto them, saying, all power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. All power means all power. Including the one from the Nyanga, the one from Sangoma, the one from whatever. Nigeria will call them, including the one from the Habalis and the Babalao. All power. 
powers in heaven and on earth has been given to Jesus. And guess what? This is where it will blow your mind. If all the power has been given to Jesus and the Bible says you have received of Christ on your inside. The Bible says for as Christ is, so are you. Now begin to meditate on that thinking. If all power has been given to Jesus and Jesus is now on my inside, do you now see that the all power is also now with you? Because why? The Jesus that is all-powerful is sitting on your inside. He's waiting for you to engage. That's why some certain things that may be going through in your life, the ability for you to begin to say, no, enough is enough. That you will not get me anymore. The power for me to come out of this very particular thing, I have the possibility. The power is strong for me to do that. I cannot go through with this because this is not my nature. I have the power of God. I come out of this failure. I come out of this lack of profit. I come out of this because why? as you begin to do that, the Holy Spirit on your inside is beginning to say, now, well done. We are engaging. Well done. We are doing something. Well done. And before you know what is going on, ideas begin to pop. Ideas begin to come out. Because see, the things of God, for example, I tell people, I said, when, when it comes to your certain level of God's mystery, I think I remember somebody was asking me, um, I don't know when the person was asking me this, I'm trying to remember, but I know that somebody we were talking, I don't know if it's my wife or we were talking about this whole issue of, of, of for lack of a better word, finance, and especially finance with the kingdom. Now, people then think that, and a lot of people have been discouraged because of that, because the truth of that part had not been preached. What is the truth of it? When you give your finance to God, you are telling him that God, I trust you. And this is what God does. God doesn't give you money back. Let me help you. There is a miracle money that comes. A lot of people have experienced miracle money in this commission. You, some of you, you are part of that. There is a miracle money that comes. Very good. But this is the first thing that he does. He says, I will open the windows of heaven. What does that symbolize? That when you are in trouble, that the windows of heaven there talks about ideas. It talks about insight. Now, this is why the church, for example, the church, um, the, our churches are looking very poor because we have a lot of people who have ideas sitting in church, but the problem is the fact that they are not engaging that ideas. That will bring them that money they are, they are looking for. That will give them that $2 billion. That will make them become a financial pillar in their life and also in God. Because why? Every time you partner with God with anything from your hand, whether it is one rand or it is 10 rand, a portion of idea was dropped to you, but what did you do with it? It's as simple as that. Now, that's the thing. He says, I will open the windows. Now, let's bring the windows down to an edge. I have a window in my house. You also have a window. Do you notice that when you open your window during the daytime, what did you notice? That there is a flood of light that comes into that very particular room. Regardless of if the window is locked, but as long as the window is reflective, a light comes into that very particular place to the point that you can off your light in your house, but you can still see because why? The window can reflect light. That's exactly what God's system is. He pours a flood, a light into you. Where when you get to a place where you are stuck, you hear a particular spirit saying within you that there is a way out. You hear the voice telling you, you can't go this way. This is not how to go. Because why? You are now one with the divine. You are one with the Father. You have the Father's image on your inside. For as Christ is, so are you this very particular season. I pray for somebody that this morning you will receive this truth in the name of Jesus. Quickly, let's look at what to do. I, I may not be able to finish it so that we can be able to go into our confession so quick. How to maintain and grow in the power dimension. How do you maintain and grow in this? How? Number one, dead to self. And a complete yieldedness to God. You are dead to yourself. You don't, you're, you're not moved by, I'm going to give you scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 29 to 31. You can write it down. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 29 to 31. It says, no flesh should glory in himself. Which means flesh, as long as you begin to treat flesh with God, you can't be able to pull the power dimensions. There are some certain things that your flesh cannot accommodate. For example, I remember just this very particular week, there are some certain things I want to do, if not because of the power dimensions of God, I understand. My body would have been feeling the pain by now. In fact, sometimes by the time I finish, I'm like, okay, whoa. But trust me, by the time it gets back to me to do this very particular work of God, because I know that I'm dead to self. I'm, see, trust me, I'm dying every day. I've not arrived. So let me help you so that you don't begin to be like, no, Pastor Darlington, he's, he's there. I'm here. Uh -uh. Me. I'm waking up every day. I die to serve every day because I see things. In fact, the kind of thing that's happening between Russia and Ukraine, I feel like cursing every day. 
And now that's me telling myself, Daliti, you are born again. Don't cause, relax, chill. I'm still working that part out. But why? Number one, you are dead to self and your complete yieldedness to God. You just yield to him. God, I don't know how this thing is going to work, but I trust your mercy. And boom, it happens. And all of a sudden, you begin to wonder, why are you performing signs and wonders people don't understand? You can also write down 1 John chapter 2, verse, 1 John chapter 2, 15 to 17. 1 John 2, 15 to 17. It says, They love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Now, if you read down to the verse 17, it says, And the world passeth away, and the loss thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abided forever with him. Imagine you doing the will of God, which is your complete yieldedness to God. You abide with him forever. That's how you pull this, that, the power dimensions of God. That's how you pull these things. By the time he sees that you are dead to self, you, 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 you enjoy his presence, you are not tired of him daily. Every time you appear before him, he pours something into your life. Every time you take his principle, you uphold it, he pours something into your life. Like now in this morning, you think that you are just probably just sitting there in your house and you are bored and say, let me just listen to Pastor Darlington. No, as much as you think that you are bored, whatever you are hearing me, God is depositing something inside your heart. And that's how God works. Number one, dead to self. And complete deadness to God. Number two, which is very important, because this very particular number two is what we see throughout all the scripture I read to you, which means your total surrender to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Your total surrender to the leading of the Holy Spirit. You hear what the Bible says in the book of Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1, verse 8. It says, For you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you, which means there is a dimension of the Holy Ghost that is on you that guarantees the power. So if you want to be ever increasing in the power of God, you must have an ever increasing communion with the Holy Spirit. You must have it. Ever increasing communion. And how do you develop that part? The ability for you, whatever you want to do, Holy Spirit speak to me. Recognize that he's there. He's a person. He's, a, he's like me. Holy Spirit is like me. You just have to just open the eyes of a prayer for your eyes of your understanding to be open. Then you see. My wife understands something. No matter what I want to do, Holy Spirit speak to me here. And boom, the thing happens. And you think that, okay, no, darling, thing is because you're a pastor. No, no. I've been practicing it before I become a pastor. I didn't get here because I was a pastor. No. I've been doing that before I become a pastor. In fact, it was my doing it well. And God says that, okay, you are faithful in the little I've given you. Now let me give you more. Boom. And that's how I arrived here. Your surrender to the leading of the Holy Spirit. It says in Romans chapter 8, you can write it down. Romans chapter 8, verse 12 to verse 14. I'm going to read verse 14 immediately. It says, for all who are led by the Spirit of God. He said they are sons and daughters of God. If you are led by the Spirit of God, you are sons and daughter of God. Quickly, point number three. What is again that guarantees your ever increasing in the power dimension that is on your inside? See, if you are a born again child of God, there is a version of the power that is in you. You just need to find a way of, for lack of a better word, if you know that you read your Bible for two minutes, add extra one minute, make it three. If yours is five minutes, add extra five, make it ten minutes. And by the time you begin to do that extra, you are giving God an extra for him to also work in your life. What is number three? An intense prayer with fasting. An intense prayer with a fasted life. See, it is not until platform church where we do first to the third of every month that you fast. No. You want to enjoy power in this world where we are, where demons are also displaying powers left, right, and center? My dear, a life of prayer with continuous fasted life reality. Sustain the power of God to be upon your life. Sustain. See, maybe because... I will share this very particular one quickly. I remember there was a particular time my friends and I, we were when I was still in the world. Um, so I've done this thing, that's why I understand. So there's other things I've not moved. Uh, business was not going well for us and stuff. And so all of a sudden, we now try to look for some certain shortcut. What is the shortcut? We decided to go see one very particular lady. I remember we went to Alex down there, somewhere around Alex there. We went there, we met this lady. By the time we were going there, me, I was very stubborn. And I'm like, there's a lot of things she was saying, but all of a sudden, it doesn't just make sense for me. I think God was just bailing me out from trouble. It doesn't just make sense for me. But part of the thing the lady was also saying that we would do is the fact that we need to go on a dry fasting, that we shouldn't eat anything, nothing. We shouldn't eat anything. And after we finish, we should go and buy a particular chicken at Love Day. For those of you who know that place, you know, you know, we've been there, all of us together here, so chill. We should go to Love Day to go and buy chicken. We went there, buy the chicken, come, do whatever. That day we did not eat. 
if the, this is where I'm going, if the, if the other world can understand fasting, haba. So which means that is a power that comes from fasting. Get, we get to the point, my man, I go to a place I'm not doing again. Because my man, I'm like this, thing, it doesn't make sense. No, how can I carry chicken? My wife, no, I hate those things. I hate chicken. <laughs> no, not the chicken to eat. I eat chicken, don't worry. But I hate that chicken. You carry chicken and they roll it on your head. And after that, they throw it in a river. And they say, yo, never. Guess what? To cut a long story short, three of my friends who went to do it, one of them, his life is nowhere to be found. The other one died after three days. I'm still alive. I refuse. <laughs> the way I run back to God, then you don't want to see me running. I run back to God with a 21 days fasting and prayer. Say, God, for me to step myself there, ah, what is wrong with me? Because why? I understand. I have a bit of understanding then that there's something fasting can produce in a man's life. You want to operate in power? Operate in a fasted life. See, don't let your stomach control how you live your life. You see, your stomach also can be your enemy of progress. It can be your enemy of progress. And with that being said, this moment, I think I would want to stop them so that we can then go on our confession because my time now, I literally have about 25 minutes for me to end this immediately. Six months, not knock to meet me. Now, let's look at the book of First, I mean, Second Peter chapter 3. Second Peter 1 verse 3. Second Peter 1 verse 3. I'm jumping. I may continue this tomorrow because I want, some, I want you all to operate in this. I'll give you all the points tomorrow morning and then we'll just go back into it again and remake the confession but for today let's just jump on our point as we get into our confession second peter chapter 3 i mean second peter 1 verse 3 second peter 1 verse 3 it says yes according as his divine power <laughs> See, the bible is full of power it says because of that power god had given us everything that pertains to life and to godliness it says, through the knowledge of him. So, there is a knowledge you get of Jesus that sponsors power in your life. The constant waking, for example, for those of you who wake up every five o'clock, every day you bombard your mind with, with the knowledge of Jesus. Can I say something to you? Congratulations. Because the power dimensions of God is already being deposited on your inside. He says, according as his divine power, has he given us all things that pertains to life and godliness uh, through the knowledge of him who had called us unto glory and to virtue, the place of power. So this morning, I just want you, wherever you are, in just one minute, say, Father, as I'm about to make my confession, let power flow this day. Remember, we're making confession for today. Let the power of God flow this day. Open your mouth wherever you are. Just meditate on these scriptures I've been saying to you and the message you've heard from me this morning. And say, Father, let the power of God flow today. Let the power of God flow today. I declare the power of God. As I go out for my meeting, the power of God. As I go out for the negotiation, the power of God. As I go out for that business, the power of God. Open your mouth and just start seconds. Power. Just begin to call it power of God. Don't just say power. Mention it. Power of God. The power of God cascade my mind. It rub off in my thinking. It rub off in my meeting this morning. I'm about to see that client. I'm about to see that business partner. I'm about to see that person. Power of God, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Prakosh malaki paradushalata kimarats, reketosh kipalada jabrato epetiadada, reketosh pilatos, gabranatos epetiata. Father Lord, we give you all the thanks. We bless your holy name because indeed you are good God. Thank you, Father. Now let's get into our confession this morning. You know the drill, I'm going to say it. Uh, my wife was saying to me yesterday that it looks as if I'm a bit fast. I'll try to be slow. I'll try. I'll try. Don't worry. All right, let's start. By the power of God, by the power of God that raises Jesus from the dead and the mercy of God, I boldly declare that I am free and I am one with God because of Christ's substitutional sacrifice. Because of his sacrifice and his shed blood for me, I am made hold. I am made secured. I am made protected. I now gain access into the holy of holies. Because of his shed blood, I now partake of the power of God. And the mercy of God that will avenge for me today. So therefore, by the divine power of God, 
I have everything I need for today. I have everything for my spiritual life today. And I have everything for my daily living for today. Today, I engage the power of God as my covenant rights and privileges over my life, over my family, over my business, over my career, and everything that concerns me. All the things have been put in Christ. All things have been put in Christ, which was done by God for my advantage. So therefore today, I take opportunity and operate in all things that is already made available by Christ Jesus. By the power of God, I have all things needed for today. By the power of God, I have all things needed for today. Angels are working now to make all things available for me. I have the power of God because Christ is in me. Whatever I say and anything I do, it produces power and silence the works of the devil. By the mercies of God, every answer that I need, I call for divine judgment to bring the answers for me. By the power of God, it makes every crooked place straight for me. It replaced king for my sake. It showed forth his hand for my affairs. For I am marvelously helped today. I engage the power of God today for my freedom, for my peace, for my dominion, and for the judgment of God. The power of God it sets me free from all oppressions of the devil because I believe in God. The power of God has broken every yoke from me and set me in the path of righteousness with endless possibilities. Because of the power of God at work in my life, I am a sign. I am a wonder to many. So therefore, I declare today, devils out of my way. Wicked powers out of my way. Demonic activities out of my way. I take up serpents today. I take up scorpions. And if I drink any deadly thing, they will not hurt me. Because the Spirit of the Lord is upon my life. By the power of God and by his mercy, I will lay hand on the sick today. And they shall recover. Signs and wonders follow me. I do not chase after signs. Because it is my covenant right with God. By the power of God, my eyes see things that ordinary men cannot see. By the power of God, I see opportunities today. Where men cannot see opportunities. I provide solution today. Because I have the power of God on my inside. Today, by the power of God at work in my life. Oh, declared one more time. Today, 
by the power of God at work in my life. I receive gift. I receive assistance. I receive favor because God has made them available for me. By the power of God in operation today, men look at me and they favor me. Men look at my result and it surpasses their understanding. By the power of God, kings are coming to my rising because I am manifested God. Just as the moon does not struggle to reflect light, so therefore today, I will not struggle to reflect light. I will not struggle to give out wisdom. I will not struggle to produce solution because I am manifesting God. Today, the eyes of my understanding is enlightened by the power of God that I see opportunities where nobody is seeing it. So therefore, today, I am seated far above principalities. I am seated far above reproaches. I am seated far above the powers of the wicked because Christ is on my inside. Today, I am producing rest. Today, I am producing peace. Today, I am producing joy. And also today, I insist on systems that guarantees my growth. I insist on systems that guarantees all-round fruitfulness. I insist on systems that guarantees multiplication because the power of God is operating in my life. Because of the finished work of Christ, I manifest Christ. I am revealed to undo the works of the devil, the works of the enemy over my life, over the place I walk, and the community I live in. I declare today, by the power of God and the mercies of God, I produce more than my desired expectation. I produce more than my desired expectation. I supersede my last result by the power of God. Today, by the power of God, I enter into rooms that I am not familiar with. I perform my best because the seed of Christ is in me. Today, I engage the power of God to set me apart for the top. I engage the power of God that distinguish me from among men. I declare today that people come, they come around me to help me get to the top. They come around me. They help me maintain result. They come around and they help me move forward in life. Regardless of what is going to happen today, it is not going to define my position because I am loved of God and the power of God is operating in my life. As I step out today, as I step out into my industry, the people in my industry, the people in my sectors, 
the people in the space I walk, they receive of my product, they receive of my ideas, they receive of my solution because it is packaged with excellence and the power of God. By the power of God, I have the mind of Christ and it's rubbing all over my body. It's rubbing all over my soul and it's affecting my thinking pattern. Today, by the power of God and the mercy of God, I bring solutions on the table to any challenges that will be thrown at me because I manifest Christ. I am resultful because I manifest Christ. I am gainfully employed because I manifest Christ. I advance in my career because I manifest Christ by the power of God and the mercies of God. Doors are opening for me today. Protocols are shifted for me today because I manifest Christ. Today, I am a producer. I am a solution-driven person. I bring results on the table. I am a pay-setter. I am a pathfinder. I am an influencer. Influence is my name. I am fruitful. I multiply. I fill the earth with my product, with my ideas, with my talent. By the power of God, I subdue. And I insist that God is seen in my life and on the mountains I represent. Fear has no rule over me because it has been bought with a price. Causes has no place in my life because it has already been nailed to the cross. Sickness and diseases has no residence in my body because I bear the mark of Christ. And death has no power over me because Christ has defeated it on the cross of Calvary. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for the power released. Thank you because I manifest Christ. And thank you, Father, because the world is waiting for my gift, is waiting for my talent, is waiting for my possibilities, is waiting for the new me, because I now have the power of God. Open your mouth this moment, wherever you are, and just begin to be grateful to God and say, Father, thank you. Open your mouth and just say, Lord, today this is the day that you have made. I'm rejoicing and I'm glad in it. I don't care what happened yesterday. I don't care what the devil is saying. But today is a brand new day. Open your mouth in just one or two minutes and begin to speak to your day. You know the meetings you are about to get into. You know the road you are going to drive. You know the place you are going. Begin to speak and say, I declare the power of God. The power of God is in my office. The power of God is in my boardroom. The power of God is in the meeting I'm going into. The power of God is with that very particular man I'm seeing, that woman I'm seeing. The power of God is with my husband. The power of God is with my wife. The power of God. Open your mouth and just begin. Begin to wrap everything today. As you go out, begin to speak. The power of God. As you have, whatever you hear me say that you have echoed, if it sits in your mind, re-say it again. The power of God. The power of God. The power of God. The power of God. And as you begin to spread that, watch God goes ahead and begin to make those very particular things becomes your reality. Lord, I declare this morning, concerning my home, I declare the power of God. Concerning my wife, the power of 
God concerning Platform Church and all its members, the power of God operates upon your life. Concerning everyone currently streaming on these platforms, listening to me on MixLR, listening to me on Platform Radio, or watching me live on YouTube, or probably on Facebook, I declare the power of God. Your days is blessed today. I rebuke devourer for your sake. I bring the hand of the devil to come down upon your life. Yoke are destroyed for you today. As you step out, you step into mercy. You step into mercy. You step into mercy. In the name of Jesus, I remove everything called shame from your life. I cause shame. I cause disgrace. For some of you this morning, that meeting is going to favor you. The meeting is going to favor you. The meeting is going to favor you. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth one more time and just say, Father, power is seen in this morning. Power is seen in the afternoon. Powers is seen in the evening. And by the time I come back home, I come back with the peace of God. I come back with the understanding that power is already at work in my life. Somebody, I don't know who you are, but I just hear God say to me to say, ask for the help of the Holy Spirit. I don't know what you want to do, but just ask God. Say, the Holy Spirit, I need your help. Holy Spirit, and just say that. I don't know who you are, but I just felt that somebody needs that word. Holy Spirit, I need your help. And as you make that very particular request, the Holy Spirit will rub your mind. And as you go out or whatever you are doing, you'll begin to feel that there is somebody by your side. As you just declare that, Holy Spirit, I need your help. Holy Spirit, I need your help. You will begin to feel literally that there is somebody holding your hand. You will feel as if somebody is trying to carry you. Now, that's the person, that's the person of the Holy Spirit who is now at work in you. Just declare that, Holy Spirit, I need your help. Holy Spirit, I need your help. So, therefore, Father, I thank you. I thank you for everyone that has come this morning, Father, for them to make this declaration. Lord, as they have said to you, as they have echoed this morning, as the prophet over this commission and as a father to many, I declare that your words will not fall to the ground in the name of Jesus. I declare that as your word dropped today, it will produce result on every side in the name of Jesus. You've garnished your word with the word of Jesus this morning. You've heard the word of God. I declare that power be seen upon your life in the name of Jesus. I stretch my hand upon every one of you currently streaming on any platform right now. Receive the power of God. Receive the power of God. Receive the power of God. In the name of Jesus, I open your mind to new possibilities. I open your mind to new insight. I open your mind to new ideas. For some of you this morning, I move you forward to a new opportunity in the name of Jesus. I declare that your day is blessed. Your day is blessed. Your day is blessed. Thank you, Father, because we know that this is done. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. And God's people say, Amen.